lifting in the morning, high 28. On AM 740, the fan, I'm a urologist, too tall, Tom Shabatsky. 740 The Fan is KNFL Fargo at 107.3 K297BW Fargo Moorhead. Say that 10 times fast. That's hard to do. It's time now for the Jack Michael Show on 740 The Fan and 740TheFan.com. To phone in, call 237-3767, 1-888-458-6926, or you can text short code to 35270. Stays the one-two pitch, a fly ball, left field and deep. Back it goes, deep it goes, and gone! Carlos Correa, there's his signature moment, biggest swing as a twin. A go-ahead eighth inning two-run homer, and the Twins take a 4-2 lead. I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled. I don't see how can a Twins fan say this is a bad thing. This is wonderful. This is a great, great signing that the Twins locked up one of the best players in the game during his prime years. Goes back after it for Minnesota. Paco lost it to Reeves. He gives to Steele. Across for Kaprizov. Kaprizov scores! He beats Shesterkin up over the shoulder. And Minnesota extends the lead to 2-0. Panarin, three for three this season. Brings it in, and he scores! good things in the second period obviously we turned the puck over fed into their um into their rush and they gained momentum we liked our resilience in the third period we you know kept fighting and competing and uh, you know gave ourselves a chance but in the end we've got to clean up uh, we've got to clean up the turnovers that uh, that allow teams to gain momentum back on us There, back out for Hernandez, returns it for Bull left wing, inside for Gene, kick out right wing three, Rayshon Earl, yes! Boy, they were patient on that possession. Not the open luck they were looking for. Rayshon Earl now with 11. got to treat every single week uh, truly as a one-game season because if you don't, uh, there's a good chance your season's going to be over. It is a, I was about to say Thursday, hate to push us in front of a day. It is a Wednesday, peak of the week, hump day, Jack Michaels show. Oh, this is even better today. We've got more of a roundtable today, working our way through a busy sports week right up until Sunday afternoon where the Vikings take down the Giants by three scores. To text in, 35270. I haven't won like that since week one. Three scores. Yeah. The Vikings, what? Remember we ended yesterday's show going, the Vikings are the worst team to watch film on because you're not sure, because you're just not going to glean too much out of it, no. uh, by the way. It is a Wednesday. Uh, kind of a busy show today and and, and uh, a little bit. You know what? Uh, because Brad Anderson is the Morgan Freeman from Shawshank, a man that knows how to get things. We've got tickets to give away. 
and uh, you can use the text club today at 35270. That's 35270. And if you just text FROST to 35270, 35270, text the word FROST. See what I did there? Because it's a fight the frost this week at the Fargo oh. Dome. Yeah, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Uh-huh. See what I did there? We have three family four packs, and I think Brad, you just said on the back of these four packs is like an extra. I'm going. It says something okay. like that with a free. It says wristband. one free inflatable game wristband. Ooh, boom! You, re- you redeem it at the uh, box office at the dome. Uh, speaking of uh, games, uh, Steve Shaver from Games Galore. Uh, we'll be joining us around 1240 to talk more about that, too. But Fight the Frost uh, this weekend, Friday, uh, Saturday, and Sunday at the fabulous Fargo Dome. It's an, inf- it's, it's an indoor uh, inflatable carnival, oh. inflatable carnival uh, returning. So this is kids of all ages. It's a lot of fun. Certainly if you have, you have children, uh, you know, five and under, six and up, and we're all kids, really, when you look at it. Uh, the weekend all-access weekend pass, $25. Today, this hour. On the Jack Michael Show, text FROST to 35270, and at the end of the show, we'll draw three winners on that, and then uh, Steve will be along at 1240 to tell you all of that entails. Uh, I see an, an old legend, an old legend radio guy, would-be intramural, uh, eight-year-old hockey coach from down the hall. You can hear him mornings on Frogination. Uh, the one and only Tank Magnamere. What mic is that, Brad? I, I we got like nine mics in here. I've never figured out what mic four, that is. Is that a four mic? Let's you guys need a new chair budget in here. It's I'm terrible. the smallest guy in here, and I feel like I'm <laughs> sitting on the floor. I can barely look he over the look counter like, here, Jack. You, look like a, you do look like a guest on the old Conan O'Brien show, where he sat like nine feet above, <laughs> nine feet above every guest uh, is the end. And, and a Tank, among other things, we're going to be chatting about uh, this year. You are to doing the uh, the trip to battle. So we're going to have uh, Gary on today. They too. said Derek was taking too many fish out of the lake, right, so he's not allowed up there right now. <laughs> uh, well, you know, it's a good opportunity to get up there. What a nice getaway. I mean, just for a couple days. Isn't it March, the best? Yeah. I mean, you hop on the bus, you don't have to do I'm not a huge angler, so I love the fact that they do everything for you. And it's really the way to fish. And we'll dive into this, too, and you guys have been up there, and you know, you've probably forgotten more about Ballard's than most people know, but uh, I mean, yeah, like lodging and, and the whole shebanger. Lunch. Meals would meals, be your ticket, the meals right? Are unbelievable. The yeah. breakfast and <laughs> suppers are unbelievable. And I'm not a huge breakfast eater, but man, there's oh, something about biscuits yeah. and gravy and as many eggs and bacon as you can Waffles. eat in the morning. It's oh, like okay, that's yeah. what I was. That's what I was wondering. It's like, what is on the menu? Because I know <laughs> they do the shore lunch and all that. That that sounds tremendous. I would extend the uh, the, the what's uh, for breakfast. <laughs> yeah, the shore lunch is good. And that, that's a, the, during the summer trip when they take you up on shore. Wouldn't it be awesome yeah. if we could have fish? For ice fishing for that lunch, would not be bad. Yeah, <laughs> be okay I, uh, too. The uh, our, our sister station, our brother station, our country cousins, our sisters, our brothers are at KFGO in the morning. Had they they do a question today, much not unlike we do a little question for the text club. But today you're texting Frost to three five two seven zero. But their their question today was what uh, smell that your friends would probably think very peculiar. Do you kind of enjoy what smell? You just went through that whole. I really food. like the uh, s- smoked oysters when you open up a can of smoked huh. oysters that's or some kippered snacks. A, a, yeah, some would find that peculiar. I said a burnt tire. 
in an odd right? way. Yeah, an odd way, because I grew up in Western Nodak, where I've got sulfur smell all over, you know, so it's I'm full of smells. You guys didn't have cops out there, so you were burning rubber oh, all we the time. We were burning right, rubber. We were yeah. smelling uh, things <laughs> and that. I, I, and you know what? And, and Joel Heigham said, I said, uh, I don't mind skunk. I mean, now, if it's on your car. I don't want it on my car. But I can stomach skunk for a while. It's not a, It's kind of enjoyed a little bit. Derek, would you say the uh, filet house at Ballard's would be a smell that uh, you like? Uh, it's uh, that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind the smell of fish like that. I really no, don't. it doesn't do. It's not a. It doesn't turn you no. into like a. No, not at all. The only fish that I've caught up at Lake of the Woods that I thought was stinky and couldn't is those white fish. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Oh, they stink. They're slimy. Oh, my god. That goodness. was a question. Did you throw in an eel pound? Eel pound is a stinky bad boy, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So that was their question today. Brad, I don't know if a smell that your friends would think is peculiar that you kind of are okay with. In fact, you kind of like. I mean, we all love the smell of gas. How about I would say gasoline is like, I right? like the Ga- smell is, of gas. Gas yeah. is an interesting and good yeah. smell for a while. How about like uh, when you got to record a pregame interview with a high school coach and you go back to the locker room and it's oh. like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Ooh. how about the hockey locker room? Yeah. There is nothing worse. Football and hockey are two That if you've had daughters that played volleyball, I'll tell you a little secret. Those knee pads. Those got to go right to the dry washer. I would throw a wrestling room after oh, practice right up there, too. Yeah, we like took so. a lot of pride in that smell. Yeah. Maybe I should redirect this to the worst <laughs> smell. I've, 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 yeah. One smell when I was younger, when I used to ride the bus when we still lived out in the little farmstead thing, was uh, like when the farmers would burn ditches in the fall. Yes. Oh, that's that was a good something smell. weird about that that I liked. And not that I liked it, you know, can't. Yeah. It's like a campfire, but not. I don't know. That's it's, a very well put. I know that because um, when I used to go to Grandma and Grandpa's in Milner, they used to, people used to burn garbage. Oh, yeah. yeah. They used to burn their garbage. They'd people have the, always burn garbage, yeah. Yeah. And a very calm, clear day, people are like, what are they burning? What are there? they burning? Yeah. I'll tell you one thing. What aren't they burning? Yeah. Tell you one thing. We'll, get, we'll get into a, 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 a twin smell here in a second, but the uh, uh, when I moved from Bismarck, spent a couple of years there and moved uh, back to Fargo, my buddy JP Juno Pintar, former Mister Basketball, he and I were like discarding some of my stuff out of the garage and went to the landfill. It's the first time I've ever physically been to a landfill. Oh, daddy, <laughs> that is that's a tough. No, that's, that's that's not good. That's not that's good. That's pretty sour. And the people that are working there, I have more respect for people that are like work at a landfill. Oh, that's yeah. That's, so that's, I worked for the city when I was in high school and uh, city of Hillsboro. Hillsboro. And uh, our first job in the spring was to go out. And instead of emptying your lawn bags, they'd have us do that. So a whole year's worth of lawn clippings, we'd have to go in with machetes, open up the bags, and dump it out. How'd that go with the nasal? The morning was better than the afternoon when it got 80 degrees. (laughs) And that's when you can see the steam come out of a bag of. I like how this just turned into a locker room, like the worst smell. But you went from like one you kind of liked, and now it's just one of the worst smells you got. So the Correa is final. It's it's here, like you the physical pass. pass everywhere. Miraculously yeah. passed all, the yeah. physical. The all twins have no parameters. I mean, obviously with the, the pitchers that they went and traded for last year, we don't really <laughs> yeah. look at the injuries too much. So is your – He just had to turn his head and cough. Yeah, right. With the, exactly. uh, that's right. That's about it. Ankle we bone. still have the same medical staff that diagnosed a guy with what, bilateral leg weakness weak leg weakness. Weak. <laughs> did they, they fire the trainer, though? I mean, we were going Yeah, we have, they have a new trainer. Oh, there's somebody new. That's but we, it. But the doctors who are passing these guys that – we're often injured with other teams that we traded for. So yes. are they still there? That's what I want. With to know. this news, 
is to stay on our smell theme, I guess. Uh, do you smell that right now that the Twins just salvaged their season or put them in position to make a run with the Korea news alone? Salvaged or in a or or in between? I think they are what they are last year. What do you I think, th- Brad? Yeah, I think they made them better. Sure, I mean, well, I shouldn't say made them made them better compared to not having him, but yeah, I mean they're pretty much the same team they were yeah. last year. I think kind it's of the move the, the Twins want to do. They want to get to the playoffs and lose right away and get out. I think this is a great New York move for is, it. Yeah, is yeah. that what you're thinking? And I guess the other way to ask that, too, is is had they not, what would we be talking about? Who's going to play shortstop? <laughs> talk yeah. about your trade with Cincinnati. You're, you're going to talk Farmer's about Colin Farmer's shortstop. your guy. That's but who now, we've been talking about. But now I'm just trying to figure out who goes where. Yeah, because uh, where's the rise fit into this? Where's Farmer going to fit into this? I I think they're not done. I think they're I bet they're still shopping Kepler, and they might still be shopping a rise for all we know. They could get a top flight pitcher, but I don't know if you can. Yeah. Um, but I still under. I've heard the name Andrew McCutcheon being bandied about because they Ooh. they DFA'd Kyle Garlick in order to put Correa back on the roster. So you need a you kind of need a right handed outfield bat. And McCutcheon's name, I think he's in the back end of his career. I don't know if I'd throw a – maybe good for a one-year deal or something. Like, But the thing with Arise is, so you're going to trade away a guy who's kind of a key part of the top of the lineup for me if you're going to do that. I understand you want to get pitching, but two things. The designated hitter is with all teams now, right? I mean, we, yes. we, this, yep. this that, is a, a position yep. that you know, has been around for a while th- throughout most of my lifetime in the American League for sure. So that's going to be kind of a, a thing for a rise, I would think. I mean, well, it, I think you're going to you're going to probably see it where he might play a handful of games at first. He may correct. DH, sure. he might yes. play second once if he need. It Blanco gives him a versatile a player. Off. That right. it's funny. Derek always brings things up that I I make lists every morning on sports. You know that I they do, and I use history. And Derek, like three times in the last week and a half, you've brought up something that I actually have on on this date, 1973. Yeah, owners of American League baseball teams voted to adopt the designated hitter rule on a trial basis. Just two months before I was born, on wow. this date. So t- yes. One uh, question I have for you guys, and I don't follow the Twins like I used to, but Max Kepler is not the same player he was a couple years no. ago. And it's why do you keep hearing his name in the trade talks? What it, kind of they value want to can dump you dump a salary? And I don't think they'll get no. much for him. If they can get a reliever, I think they'd be happy. The only hope for Kepler is now with the limits on shifts. That might help him because he just couldn't. Career, yeah. He just can't couldn't. just sell out to this to the right side. And I think he's he's still a good defensive outfielder, and he's still. I don't think he's thirty yet. I have to look and see. How yeah, old and he is, and Kep has had not. And correct me if I'm wrong. Not like the massive injuries, but enough n- nagging things that have happened to him. Right? Am I getting this fit right? There's been some mm-hmm. enough things that haven't been that that critical. Injury, but enough nagging stuff. And he's just a weird cat that the most of his damage was when he was a leadoff hitter. Yeah, it's yes, like, you're there's, right. there's a weird thing about yeah. him. When he can hit leadoff, he's great. But yep. when he doesn't, he's not so great. It's strange. So I'm back to my question. You know, does the Korea signing salvage this year in your mind? Uh, or is Derek and I guess Brad uh, conferred kind of you feel about the same as you did last year or this resurgence? I think just um, Twins Twitter is a wonderful thing to look at. It's because <laughs> they they go from here to here, and, and right. I think just from from a public from a PR standpoint, it just looks like hey, they finally they made. Granny was probably our third choice, but they made the I signing like your angle. and they made it work. Yeah. yeah, 
I mean, they Mr. Magood their way into this. I mean, there's just no guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. no <laughs> I mean, and of course, this is the no way they way. get Correa. Yeah. Like, this is the Twins' way <laughs> right. to get Correa. Yeah, I mean, to well. get, for him to not be able to sign with two teams. And then Boris comes back with hat in hand going, I mean, yeah. I expect this that little, doesn't happen ever to Scott little Boris. animal going, read the Carfax. I think that's pretty much, you know, kind of listening to Royce and some of these people down the cities. I think Boris just went with him and said, here, you can have him for a year. Do you want him or not? And the twins like, okay, yeah, we'll sign him. Yeah. And, and, you know, and, and I, I get it. There, There's there's things on that, that that could extend that. You know, this is not uncommon with contracts. Six million, two hundred, uh, six years, 200 million. And then. You know, they, they've got some vesting options there that if he reaches certain plateaus that, you know, because that's what you do with players. If if you're good, you know, obviously the incentive is to make more and you're making us better too. Like it, love it. And, you know. Did we ever hear specifically what the Giants and Mets, I know it was the, the surgery from way before, like the, like but what, what popped up that said, mm, to later me, in his career throw, it could be a risk. It's a good right? question. I'll throw this out, Derek and Brad. That it, to me, I think you have some that look at that crystal ball of the uh, diminishing returns on the back end of the contract. Isn't that what you guys smell? Right. Yeah. Back 100%. to the smell thing. And again, they, but yeah, they right? use that ankle surgery as their way out of going maybe 13, 13 years, years is too much. much. Yeah, he's, he's 37 years old and you don't want, you know, you're going to pay him. $30 million for a guy that's no on the way. downside and whether he's going to be able to last. But they knew about that when they were putting the deal together. You right? think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but. <laughs> it just blows my mind. I, I, what well, did I, they see? What I said two weeks ago I went to sign him for 13 years. I, mean, well, I think everybody's 12, eyes like, opened up. What are you doing? Like, wow. And, and I just think that for him to end up with the Twins for six. You know, were you for, fine with what we heard, what Twins were willing to go, what, 10 years, 300 I think it was 280, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. you guys well, good with that? Yeah. I don't know if I wanted to sign him for 10 years. The 10 would put him know. into what? What did, what did you say, Correa? Is 28? Yeah, yeah, so that would have put him in year 40. No yeah, right, yeah. I think they're sitting pretty. I think, I think Corey Provis and you're open Nailed at it. 100%. I mean, you, six years you get him, and you're sitting at a contract that's a little bit more than a contract you signed, what, 12 years ago, 13 years ago with Joe Maurer? You know, it's it's it, a six-year deal there. I think uh, Suter and Parisi, the Wild, would have yeah. been happy with right. six years instead right. of ten. Yeah, exactly, especially now. Here's a question: I know that in, in feel a lot of times we have non-Google rules in the in the show tanker, but uh, this one, feel free to Google or think. <clears throat> what what really long-term contract was uber beneficial not only to that player but that organization in the history of sport? What just massive uber long-term deal that you blew your mind going wow was a win-win how many in the in the history of sport so we're not talking three-year deal talking like a 10, ten eight year, to ten year two, deal you know back in the day you know when a-rod signed that massive one and then he signed another massive one and all that you know was that is that a win-win so let that i guess percolate a little bit in there and you can text that in along with Frost to three five two seven zero. If you want to be in for the drawing for tickets for uh, the the fight, the Frost this weekend. But but you know what? Does anything in any sport, not just baseball? You know, basketball. You know, football is tough because you don't see a lot of long. None of nothing is really guaranteed of those long, except the guarantee. Derek, well, anything I, that comes to mind? You know, I think uh, you know when I was thinking about the Carlos Correa thing, I thought a lot about the Miguel Cabrera contract because you're talking about the tigers who were you know had a pulse of life and he signs this in 2016 right 32 million dollars a year 2016 i mean that's a lot of money 
and to think that you're getting this guy for about that same type of money is pretty amazing, considering that Cabrera has just been pretty much collecting a paycheck for what right. the last three years. Yeah. I mean, that he's really made an impact. Or, Probably, yeah, three or four. But not a bad goal. I mean, Miggy put up some numbers. Sure, it was beneficial certainly but for him. But then he kind of sucked the, the light, you know. And then they're starting to, you know. But yeah, then all the good guys they yeah. weren't resigning because of that mm-hmm. contract, and we've right. seen that movie. Before. We don't know what Aaron Judge's will be at the end of this one. Maybe in but terms it's the of, Yankees. I mean, it's it the Yankees. Matter. It's it, yeah, you're right. They've got that, but you know. So that's the question. I I don't know. Maybe it was Maurice Cheeks back in the day. How how big was Mo Cheeks' contract? There's a contract that I think <laughs> kind of trans, you know, kind of changed the you world of sports. Yeah, thank you. And it's when he turned down, I think, I, what did he turn down? $118 million and because he won $132 million over 10 years. And that would be right here in Minnesota with Kevin Garnett. I mean, that was a Ooh. that was a changing contract in yeah. the world of sports that because didn't... people are like, you're turning down that type of money? Yeah. And I love he got it. And then Stefan Marbury is mad. And then they changed the whole concept of yeah, salary caps in the thought. NBA for it. And then, you know, the NFL has been having, you know, they've had have, have had labor problems in a very long time. But it, it's just kind of how we look differently is the Kevin Garnett contract, I think, just said, wow, we are in a whole new world when it comes to money. That's uh, that's a good get. I uh, I mean, truly, you know, what long-term deal was, was kept by the athlete and benefited both the organization and the athlete? Mm-hmm. That would be uh, – That'd be the question. Because uh, we could say Joe Maurer didn't even come close on that. Didn't we? No, I mean, once he moved away from catcher, I mean, he was just kind of yeah. a, And then you, you know, brought up the— He was a good player. We, but, nobody knew it by lateral leg. We didn't know what Joe Maurer was going through, technically. And speaking. concussions, and you know, yeah. both him and Morneau dealing with concussions. I mean, I, yeah, I think the Twins were kind of at a damned if you— do a damned if you don't situation after yeah. 2009, you, though, because well, he looked like he's going to be. I'll be the first to raise my hand. I'm like, how do you not sign Joe yeah, Maurer? Right. He is the face of Minnesota. It was a it was an awful situation the Twins were in then, because if he goes to Boston or New York and you know becomes a superstar and you yeah. lose him, and eventually just maybe even DHs and yeah, then... it that would not have been a, a good deal. Uh, oh. Going into a brand new ballpark too that the right the citizens of <laughs> come on. Minneapolis. I mean, you, <laughs> come you on. they had to, to sign expand them. the payroll. <laughs> exactly. That's what, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, to Derek's point on Kevin Garnett, then we'll break. Bring Gary on uh, coming up around the corner. Uh, this date, nineteen fifty-three. J. Edgar Hoover declined a six-figure offer to be the president of the International Boxing Club. Is that right? There's a piece of history for the you. The more you know. So uh, the more you. <laughs> I am. I'm like the little rainbow with a star. (laughs) 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 I feel like that was. I mean, what did Hoover end up doing anyway? Oh, that's right. Well, there's, there's, well, there's a few things. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of a touchy <laughs> subject <laughs> now. Isn't it? How much show do you have? <laughs> Derek, Derek, you do politics and stuff too, right? Well, man, this is more of politics. Than, yeah. Phone lines are open. Your thoughts on Hoover? What conspiracy theories should we drive today? <laughs> Quick, to, good time to go to Ballard's. We'll do that coming up next. It's a round table. Seven, back with Gary after this on Seven Forty the Fan. So last night was Tuesday. Had a lot of action. Nice call in the game last night, Brad. Uh, you had a tight one last night at old Enderville, didn't it, you? Uh, the game changed. <laughs> laughing with uh, Kelvin Kraft after the game. I said, if you didn't like how the game went, just watch by every four minutes the game changed where <laughs> Enderville went from up 12 to down eight and then try to come back. And, uh, I mean, it was a 
you know, just a just a good, fairly well played Class B game right to the guns. I'm going to so. tie this into our fishing chat. Uh, Tank McNamara in the house. Uh, Derek Hansen, Jack Michaels here. Brad Anderson there. Jack Michaels show today on 740 The Fan. I can't wait to hear from Gary. Last night in in local sport, it was one of those nights. There's something in the air. Uh, the the Bartholomew boy as Brad's game uh, surpassed a thousand points. Carson, Carson right? Carson, yep. Uh, 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 Claybo uh, 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 passed a thousand yep. points. Uh, uh, Mason Claybo for Davies yesterday. So we had a lot of these these things going on. I'm just curious if if you just fished from sun up to sundown with with Gary and the crew and, and you head to Ballard's, how long would it take you to put a thousand fish of any species in your uh, in your? Would you say, Derek, twenty minutes, nineteen <laughs> minutes? I'm not going to get too crazy here, yeah. Gary. Yeah, we might be overselling this. Yeah. Gary would probably tell you yeah. ten. Thanks, you're excited to bring him up there, Gary. How you doing today? Welcome aboard. How you doing? Yeah. Hey. Go for GM. Now go we for got GM. it. <laughs> go for GM. So how long would it take? Uh, you know, Tank's going to bring a bring a. Uh, a batch of people to Ballard's, and we'll tell you if, how you can jump on on board on this. How long would it take to put a thousand, uh, you know, in the in the tank, <laughs> in the bucket, <laughs> in the bucket? Yeah, that's what it would be. I, I'm bringing a tank. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm bringing a tank. I don't know what you guys fish with. It depends on the level of exp- of expertise. Now, my main man that we're talking about here, the tankster. <laughs> Um, no doubt he could do it in two days, which is what this trip is. Yeah. It's two days. I'd, I'd put money on it. Yeah. I'd go to Vegas for that. We're just happy that you're letting Tank back. I mean, that, that was, I mean. That's, that's, he's excited, man. The statue of limitations on what he did before so that I was, was over. 23 years old, and so Terry Spees thought I was dead one night on the bathroom floor. You really? One bad night up one there. Bad night. It lives with you forever, right? World famous. Is yeah. World famous. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the theme of that night was too much gin. Yeah, well, that does happen. <laughs> Sounds like a Bob Dylan song. <laughs> Gary, what uh, in Tank too? I guess you guys can kind of knock this out a little bit because we, you know, we get fifth largest daytime signal in the country right here on the fan. So let's uh, let's talk about it. When is it? What are they going to experience? Uh, Gary, you've done this a gazillion times for goodness sakes. Uh, how do we? What's this one going to look like? Oh, uh, what do we got? We got Wednesday, March 8th, uh, walleye connection, ice fishing trip. Um, the tank, our man, as the host. Coming up Wednesday, March 8th, uh, we're going to fish Thursday, Friday, and we'll get you back to Fargo Town on Friday night the 10th. So two nights, two days, guided ice fishing at Ballard's, uh, all your meals, your round trip, motor coach transportation, super inclusive, 575 per person, all in. Uh, tax included. That's lodging, fishing, meals, and the motor coach ride. All you got to do is be ready to show up and have some fun. And the nice thing about this, Gary, is uh, the people that have wanted to try ice fishing, this is a perfect way to to start your angling experience on the ice, correct? Oh, 100%. You know, we, I, you know, I think the true beauty, I mean, not to stretch the truth, but you know, with the walleye connection tours, we just we get a great mix of everyone. It's whether you are somebody that you know just wants to you know really fish hard and haven't been to Lake of the Woods, or maybe even have, or first time person like Tank just said. I mean, that's fine. Show up. We've got rods and reels. We've got some tackle for you. The guides are going to drop you off the door of the house. The holes are open. Everything's ready to go. All you got to do is you know step in and and start fishing. So super easy again to uh, just uh, get on board and go and. Yep. You know, March is a good time of year for us, um, you know, as, as far as the uh, 
you know, as far as the fishing goes, if, if conditions are decent, which they generally still are that time of year, usually you'll find us somewhere up north near the reefs. And, uh, you know, the guides try to get us locked in on a combination of walleyes and saugers and, you know, hopefully catch some big fish. But more than anything, just catch enough to eat and get a few to take home and, and have a good time while you're here. Gary Muller joining us today on 740 The Fan. We're talking about the, the Ballard's trip, and, and you probably heard this before. If you haven't, my goodness, uh, we'll give you a number in a second how to lock in those uh, those spots. I just have this vision of Tank singing, Flintstones, meet on the way up in a bus, you know, just uh, charming. But I see this. It says, and Gary's right, transportation uh, to and from heated ice houses, uh, jig sticks, bait, tackle fish, process it, meals, all of that stuff. But back to jig sticks. Are those best with like a pepper? Is it like a Slim Jim? <laughs> no. That's, that's your fishing rod. Yes. Oh, that's the rod. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but you yeah, can bring your little, you your, if you have little fishing rods that you like, you can bring those too. You can bring those too. Right. I'm guessing though, there's been some guys on the way home, you probably could get them to try and take a bite out of a jig <laughs> stick. Well, you know, it sounds like you tried when you were 23 years old, Many Gary. years ago, like yeah. I've it. learned to enjoy the no. outdoors. and. Are those like fish sticks, but like jig sticks? Is that different, Gary? <laughs> Um, you know, I think you maybe have come up with something. You might want to get down to the local meat yeah. shop and just, you know, kick it around. Maybe spitball it a little bit. I mean, see if you guys come up with something. Gary, that could take off. I mean, that, that could that could bring home tens of dollars, maybe yeah. more. Yeah, tens. Buddy, run down to the meat shop. Get me some jig sticks. Jig- I'm going on a nice fishing trip. Package of jig sticks. That's it's good for those that haven't uh, that are maybe new to the area. I mean, don't even understand the beauty of of Ballard's and and that area. Area, uh, Gary, uh, just describe a little bit about uh, about the scene at Lake of the Woods. You know, if you, you know, I, I, Lake of the Woods in itself is just very unique. Um, you know, as far as just the vastness of it, and I think that's probably what you know people think about most when they get here is just how there's just this huge, wide open expanse of lake, and it's just a gigantic frozen tundra. And then the bombardiers themselves which are super cool just because, you know, somewhat historic in their use, yet we keep all of our equipment very modern, up-to-date, and it's a unique way to travel on the lake. You know, you're not just driving out on a plowed road in your car. You're actually, you know, being transported to and from the house. Um, Also gives us a little bit of an edge in that, you know, we're one of the few remaining places up here that still uses the bombardier, and part of the reason is we still like to be able to try to somewhat separate ourselves from the crowds, you know, if there is such a thing, um, you know, as far as ice fishing goes. But, uh, again, unique experience with the bombardier, um, the ice fishing, and just the general camaraderie that goes around, you know, with traveling with Tank. Speaking of which, uh, I had someone ask me this the other day, and I, I said no, but I hope this won't deter anyone from coming, but they asked me if I ever got to drive a bombardier. Oh, could, could we maybe make that happen oh this year, God. Gary? I, you know, I'd have to talk to Murr. He'd probably be the one that would <laughs> yeah, have to make Murr the call might let on you that go. one. That's a good point. Right. He's 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 been here the longest, and I, I feel like he would probably be the most capable of making a fair decision on that. I wouldn't make the call. My I history with Murr, I could see. I bet yes. I bet he'd let me do it. So we'll have to keep that Rotsay in our back guy. pocket. Yeah, and in our okay. backyard here. So I mean, we, trustworthy. Right. Well, we give you. 
it it'd, be, it'd probably be we could probably do uh we could do like a uh tic tac we can make it t- or tic tac what do they call it well, <laughs> yeah, tic tac yeah 15 tic tacs yeah we'll, we'll make we'll make a little uh video tank driving around in circles <laughs> and a bomb see now here. gary just came up with something new on a uh, we could have tic tacs and jig sticks yeah. <laughs> that was, gary we're really coming on to some new ideas here that uh, we could we do. are we are i should probably get down there and just spend a day in the office the, with you guys <laughs> the beauty <laughs> on all this in tank and, and certainly d brad and gary uh, the beauty of this is, you know, dad, daughter, you know, grandfather, grandson, oh, yeah. uh, brothers, uh, sisters, mother, son, whatever, is the stories I'd imagine, Tank and Indy, that, that, that as you return home and going, man, life, you were fighting that one up there and we got that other, right? When this, you see this, the this three generations about. in a group all together, that's, that's where what it's right? pretty cool. Or, uh, yeah, we had, some, uh, we had some super nice fish caught this last weekend. Um, yes, we had one house that I think they had three or four fish that were over like 26, 27 inches in one day. And it was, you know, kind of like what you're talking about. It was a, a three-generation type deal. Um, grandparent, uh, son, and I think it was granddaughter, grandson, that sort of thing. Um, yeah, definitely a, a trip of a lifetime for them to, you know, be that lucky and, and come up and have something like that happen. So can I ask a naive that possibility with I, Lake of the Woods? And can I ask a naive question now? And I'm sure I do yeah. this every year. We have Gary on, but on this, uh, so 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 Tank is out there, and he's bringing the uh, uh, the 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 Schlitterbotten brothers from uh, someplace, and 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 they each catch a. They're on, and they get a little walleye there. And uh, is there a chance that you're going to eat that fish, that particular one, at some time during this thing, or is that separate from the what you guys are meals and all that? How does that work, Gary? We do that separately with the shorter trips. Um, the people that do the two the two dayers, generally, what the fish that they're catching is the fish that they're going to take home. Mm. Um, you know, and and we do have one fish fry while we're here. Generally speaking, one of those nights, um, we're going to do a walleye fish fry just because it is Lake of the Woods. But it's in this particular instance, it's not the fish that you catch because most people kind of prefer to take a few fish home that they can share with people freeze it up and have it later and for the record i've had fillets where you guys have provided where it hangs off each side of the plate it's so big it's so good it's delicious (laughs) so good another thing that you could think about is uh you're a business owner and want to entertain a few customers Mm. this is a perfect trip for that because you're gonna have time to visit catch up socialize get to know each other a little bit on a personal level so that's another idea is a good client uh trip for you and and we have spot let me maybe bury this lead we have spots open correct correct there are there are okay we do all right, yeah. so easiest way for someone today going, I loved everything I just heard, right up until the Tic Tac and the Jig Stick. But I loved everything. <laughs> and me driving a bomber. And, and t- and t- <laughs> driving a bomber, except for those three things. Uh, so uh, easiest way, Gary, for people to lock in to the prices uh, that they're at and, and for this particular trip, uh, what would be the way to go? Uh, you know, you can always go to BallardsResort.com. Super easy to get the info there or just, you know, Shoot us an email that way. Otherwise, if you want to call us here at the resort, uh, there's here somebody here from 8 in the morning until 10 o'clock at night. The number is 1-800-PRO-CORK. It's 1-800-P-R-O-C-O-R-K. Simple as that. And the bus will be leaving from KFGO. KFGO, right in our parking lot, right? Like, uh, like you do every – oh, perfect. This is good. Jump awesome. on. Whew, man. Yeah, we're excited. We're excited. It's going to be a lot of fun. Like I say, these uh, – 
these hosted trips uh, have been very successful for us over the years, and it's just uh, always a good time. you got to be ready to fish hard and play hard when you get here. Yeah, love it. Uh, that fish fry, could, you know, it's, plus it's the noon hour. I just want I want to. You eat could it. tackle that right, uh, right now. Right now, in fact, I kind of like oh. like a wall. Even if it's just like a walleye cheek, the food which is there very, is so good, Jack. It's is it off the charts? Unbelievable! It's it's one of the best parts of the trip. Is obviously looking at me. It's one of my favorite things to do is eat. So <laughs> you, you may not get the shore lunch in the winter, but the cookies oh, that you get in your man. sack lunch Everything are pretty good usually it. too. You've sold yeah, it, man. man. You've sold it. Uh, so there you go. One eight hundred Pro Cork. Gary said that. I'm sure you can go to kfgo.com. 740thefan.com, yeah. those websites, and, and lock into that. Gary, enjoy the day, man. This is this is awesome, and I know it's going to be fun and, and filled full, and fans are fans. Well, I guess fans. <laughs> fans of the fan. F- people, fans of the fan. People, human right. beings are going to be having a great time. Gary, it uh, won't be the last time we chat. Uh, we'll chat at you again. Thanks, buddy. Sounds good. Set the hook. Set the <laughs> hook. That's the tag, baby. Set the hook. And do you, scent, do you feel scented since it's a smell theme today? Do you think scented presentations work better than non-scented presentations? Eh, I don't know up there. I think more color this color time of there. year is what you're going to oh, be. The water, yeah. the water is kind of rusty there, so you got to really sh- get you got to get your pinks and oranges out. So to my question earlier that I posed to the boys at a round table, what literally can you name one contract that had a long duration, had a lot of money attached to it that was beneficial to both the organization and the player? Bryce Harper, 13 years, $330 million deal with Philly. Not looking too bad. No. Right? No, it's they haven't brought home the, the bacon yet, but yeah. But he's, he's uh, you know. Texter says the Timberwolves deal for Joel Smith really turned out great. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Not so much. Uh, let's Andrew see here. W, thanks Mahomes, for 10 years, $502 million. Ooh, healthy contract, but... How, how, what's his record against the AFC West, by the way? It's pretty good. <laughs> you know, not, not bad. Not too shabby. Not bad. No, he's he's, he's going to be haunting that division for a while, yeah. that's for sure. And if you were an alien and you came down and you took him to Ballard's, I mean, walleye is what you're treating him to, right? Uh, that's what oh. I would treat him to. Well, if he's an alien, I'd give him my soggers and I'd keep the walleye for myself. But <laughs> We'll take it. By the no, way, you a different, I can't. <laughs> no, literally, the one an alien go, oh, that's tasty. I'm not sure if that's how an alien would talk. Well, I, yeah, I'd hope not. There's <laughs> <laughs> something in the water today. Uh, fight the Frost uh, is coming oh, up on the Fargo Dome. Games galore. We'll chat with Steve coming up around the corner. Reminder again to text. Frost to 35270, and uh, we'll draw for uh, three winners of uh, family four-packs for uh, that event this week of the Dome. More next on 740 The Fed. My mic is on. There we go. Good to have you on board today. The Jack Michaels Show coming to you live and direct from our studios in South Fargo. Fifth largest daytime signal in the country. We mentioned there's so much going on this weekend. But I sure hope you take time uh, to get to the fabulous Fargo Dome and just fight the frost going on. This is uh, 13th, 14th, and 15th. So Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Indoor uh, inflatable carnival. And uh, this is back, baby. And, and Steve, you know, games galore. And I realize this, too. We talk about this station reaching uh, the masses and provinces and several states and all that. Games galore. 
uh, that is producing fun, not just uh, locally, but really uh, stretches across the region, various things. Steve Shaver joining us from Games Galore, and I'm not sure how many inflatable things they have. I'm going to ask him on this, but uh, Steve, good to have you on board. How are you doing, buddy? Hey, great to be here. No, I'm doing great. Thank you. I mean, you guys have entertained. What a fun, first of all, what a fun business, Steve. But what a fun thing that you're an owner of and to be able to put smiles on families and things. But this thing has expanded, too. Games Galore has, has it not? Games Galore. Um, yeah, it's expanded some. We actually um, changed hands. So we, we purchased the business back in May. Um, from Cordy and Tara Heiser, who uh, who had had it for some time and grown it, done a great job, and so uh, buying it in May, we really that first season we just held on. Right, <laughs> right, right. Expansion, but we did survive. Yeah, so that... we're still here and bringing back Fight the Frost, and really looking forward to this next season. I'm curious on your how many different, and we'll get into Fight the Frost and maybe what people can expect at the at the Fargo Dome this weekend, uh, games galore. But how many different inflatable and interactive? Uh, you know the things do you have uh, right now at your disposal? I guess um, we are uh, we're pushing two hundred. Wow. We uh, we, we wow. Have quite a few. So yeah, you know it's it's a strength and a we we joke about that all the time. But yeah, as part of our strength is our inventory. Now some of that some of that number is we have multiple units of some of the attractions. Sure. So, um, as far as individual attractions, um, you know, yeah, quite quite a few. Um, pushing pushing a hundred, I think individual things. Yeah, you could service the Brady Bunch and the Partridge Family. The Brady Bunch, the Partridge Family, the <laughs> Kardashians. Just bring it on. <laughs> Multi generational. We'll take it all. <laughs> Steve, so so the Fargo Dome is happening, and, and we have the the ability to to. We're having people text in today. We're going to draw for give it give a couple of tickets away today for this too, and we'll tell oh, you. Oh, that's awesome. So that, that they can take in this too. But explain for those that have never been to an indoor, you know, inflatable uh, carnival and fight the frost and all that. Uh, what what can people expect uh, this weekend? Yeah, thanks for thanks for giving me the opportunity. So, fight the frost is going to be the Midwest's largest inflatable carnival. If you've ever been to the Fargo Dome or really, you know, any kind of an arena, you think of the floor and just the size of that. So, at the Fargo Dome, it's it's over eighty thousand square feet, and it is going to be packed with inflatable games. So, obstacle courses, um, we, you know, the Euro bungee kind of the ultimate bungee is what we call it, where you're strapped into the, this bungee harness and you can jump on these trampolines that send you 20, 25 feet in the air. Um, if you've ever seen the TV show Wiped Out, yeah, which is so great. Awesome. Um, yeah, so, you know, parents should bring their teenagers just to laugh at them. We've got um, a game called called Wiped Out, where the big, huge, four red inflatable balls where you can try to run across. You are not going to make it. Hilarity ensues. Um, and then uh, wiped out. So, I mean, I think people think of us purely as purely as sometimes inflatable games or, you know, bounce houses, and we do have that. But there's also – there's just so much more um, with some of these mechanical games now and what they're able to do. And so um, the, the toxic meltdown attraction that we have is, you know, the eight platforms with two very rapidly, very bad intention spinning arms. And you got to jump over one and duck under the other or you get, you know – knocked off your platform quite hilariously. Um, so we're bringing mechanical bulls. Um, it's just, it's going to be a great time. Brad, uh, you know, you, you still have a young child. Mine, mine have now grown into their early 20s, uh, my, my daughters. But uh, this sounds like you could just drop Rachel off and then say, see you in about nine hours. 
I well, that'd be okay, <laughs> right? She's we will a, call the police. How about we'll call, a, Dad's gonna go <laughs> go sit up? Well, please she's a, she's that. eleven, Steve. So 11. I think this would be right all up. Right, this would be right, right about the ideal age then. <laughs> oh. Oh, wow. We'll put her to work. We'll get her a games galore shirt. Oh, she uh, she'd all be yeah, she'd be all labor. about that. Have fun and make yeah, money. Well, absolutely. Yeah, I've got, got some of that going on. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, as Brad said, with with her with your daughter being eleven, and I know that that you have uh, items there for you know you know five and under and and and, and six and up. But you know, are mm-hmm. there are there certain that are just eight where you stop it? Like say, okay, you have to be you know this. You're too old for this, or you're too young for this. In uh, some of the games, absolutely not. Yeah. No, no, no way. So I mean, the 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 mechanical bull is you know that's hilarious. I mean, we can put that, we can put that anywhere and have fun with that. So you know, big inflatable pad to to land on after the bull bucks you off. But um, these obstacle courses and meltdown and some of these other things we were talking about, like perfect for you know they they go to college events all the time. We're going to Minot State next week. So I mean, there's really no age limit. They're great for adults. Um, the five and under area for us has just been so important because we're we're going to kind of gate that off. It's great when those kids have a have a separate area where just you know the, the larger kids can't come in um, and play. Now the littler kids can go play on some of the bigger things if they want. But um, that's that's feedback we've heard from parents where it's so great to have a little area for those guys where they can they can play and not you know get their heads bonked so bad by some of the bigger kids. Games galore is such, yeah all all ages. Yeah, it, it's so reputable too. I know for for folks out there understand this, and and Steve can tell you firsthand. You know, they they wipe down, they keep it clean. There's all that stuff. This 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 is a, this is a big time place. You know, these 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 people know what they're doing, and uh, and, you know it's safe and uh, you know cleanly and all that kind of you know. So it's just it really is good. It's fight the frost. And by the way. And then we hope you just you, you tear into that Fargo Dome and have all the fun of the world this weekend. And then then say uh, Brad's putting a birthday party together for his mom and wants to bring some inflatables with him uh, <laughs> down the line. Easiest way. Notice how I got into the easiest way to get a hold of Steve. Is it website? Sure. Is it phone number? How do people uh, get a hold of Games Galore uh, so they can kind of create their own fun and all that stuff for events? Yeah. Hey, thanks so much for asking that question. We um, we're always available at our at our phone number, of course, which is how things have traditionally been done at seven zero one three seven three zero one zero four for Games Galore. But um, but our website is is pretty easy to remember. It's gamesgalore.fun, F U N. So a little different, but but kind of easy to stick in the brain there. Um, and we are the first uh, to bring to this region and in North Dakota the ability to completely book online. So you can order an inflatable now, like you order a pizza. Um, Pretty pretty simple, and we will just we'll just show up. Got a so. backyard party. Got a post prom. You got a church right. event. Corporate a, event. Corporate church, event. Yeah. Brad's mom's birthday. Whatever. Brad's <laughs> mom's think? birthday. Brad's mom's. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I'd go to that party. Betty doesn't but... have a birthday till October. <laughs> think, I, what what I are we getting if... for Betty? Which one uh, are we going to do for Mom? Oh, that's a, I don't know. It's, maybe that slide. That might <laughs> the be the toxic best. meltdown. Is yeah, it, that doesn't seem like Betty's yeah, jam. I'm right. not sure. Um, <laughs> that's... It's going to it's going to be the oldest she's been so far. So <laughs> <laughs> Look at Marge. She's birthday's in October. Marge and Betty can have a. There we, we go. Combine their combo. We can combo that up. Uh, good stuff. Hey, Steve, thanks for kind of setting the scene for Fight the Frost this weekend at the Fargo Dome. Gamesgalore.fun. I just learned a new website today. Games. I didn't know they could have a, a dot .fun until I talked to Steve at Games Galore. Gamesgalore.fun. Uh, enjoy it, pal, and uh, we'll, we'll uh, chat thanks with you all. soon. Thanks, Steve. Yeah, take care. Bye. Yeah, Steve Schaefer. Now, that see, he sounds like someone that should own 
a place called Games Galore, doesn't he, Brad? Absolutely. I mean, just a got a bounce, no pun intended, kind of it. He <laughs> likes what he does. That's it, it likes what he has. That helps. Um, yes, we have. So we've had a few texts to Frost. Oh, good. And we'll give you three family four packs. So yes, someone says one. F- away. This is a one free inflatable game wristband. You redeem them at the box office. It says the coupon cannot be combined with any other offer. Uh, it's on the inflatable game wristbands. Yeah, perfect. But it'll get uh, you get the kiddos there. You can run them around. You can tire them out, and they'll fall asleep in the car ride home. Tell you what, perfect. That mechanical bowl looks inviting. It does, as long as you're falling down on something soft. I can right? say if you, if you got a good landing somewhere. Yeah, the toxic meltdown that looks fun. The wiped out that looks like about us at the end of every day, Brad. When after the. <laughs> <laughs> well, days you're hey, not wrong. I mentioned a couple of things. There was action last. It was a busy night last night uh, in in the region. The you know we had Saul Phillips on yesterday. The Dragon Men in Northern State men's game did not disappoint. Sound like a knockdown dragout. Oh, my goodness, uh, down to the wire. Uh, the Wolves scored uh, and it uh, went up a point. Uh, it was an one missed the free throws. So they're plus one. Dragons had an opportunity. Timeout with one point nine. Love the play that Bergstrasser that, that Bergie put in there. Uh, it just didn't work out. You know, maybe not enough contact for a whistle, a little contact, that kind of thing. That was good. And uh, you mentioned your game with Hank and and, and Enderlin last night. Uh, so it was all good. Had some 1,000-point scores. I'll tell you this, Brad. Mm-hmm. You know, I was at South and, and Horace in girls basketball oh, last the night. The Hawks look. Going to be all right? I'll tell you what. I was in Bismarck like when Legacy was just yep. coming into the own, and it didn't yep. take them long to, to win a – Yep. If you're investing into a stock in girls basketball in the region, give them a couple years. West Fargo Horse. Give them a couple <laughs> years, got, they'll be all right. They got some kids. Right. They got some kids that can. The, the seventh grade Donnelly kid and their sister can just. If you go zone, you're gonna you're not gonna win against West Fargo Horse. Got some. Jaden Hale was incredible inside. Keely Sunday at 24. West Fargo Horse is in play. All I right. will say that right now. This is a good, good club. Uh, Tomorrow, uh, JG, and then uh, we might have a, like a fighter in here tomorrow. It's all right. Yeah. All right. Mm, Common next on the fan.